0: Yo, today's QOD is I can choose peace rather than this. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at seancroxton.com. We got Dr. Wayne Dyer closing out the week. And today, he's going to reveal how the people in our lives who challenge us the most, who annoy and bother us the most, are our greatest teachers. He's also going to talk about the four stages of adulthood, so you can decide which stage are you at right now. Dr. Wayne Dyer is coming up. I've often said that
1: in any relationship in which two people agree on everything, one of them is unnecessary. <laughs> uh, so it isn't about getting somebody who's just like you. In fact, your soulmate is the person that you have a lot of difficulty with. Your soulmate's the person you can't get rid of. They just keep showing up. You, you, you say this, they say that, and there they are. They're back again, and they never go away. They keep showing up in your life. And everybody has these people. These are our greatest teachers because anybody in your life who can push a button and send you into a frenzy is the person who's your greatest teacher. You know why? Because they teach you that you haven't mastered yourself at this moment. You don't know how to choose peace. And of course in miracles, there's a wonderful line that says, I can choose peace rather than this. Whatever it is, I can choose peace. My soulmate, my wife is one of my soulmates. I mean, she knows how to push those buttons. She's really good at it. And she's one of my greatest teachers. I remember saying to her one time, honey, do you love me for who I am or for what I've been able to do for you? I just want to, she said, "That you call yourself a spiritual person? I can't believe you would even ask a question like that. She said, I don't love you for what you can buy for me or what success that you've had or where you are on any bestseller list. I love you for who you are. And I will always love you. I said, well, I was just asking. I said, what if I was just Joe Sixpack? You know, and I was just bringing home, you know, a, a, a meager salary and so on. She said, I will always love you for who you are. She said, I would miss you. <laughs> 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 but I would always love you. She knows. She's got that. You know. <laughs> and all of us have soulmates. My daughter, Serena, who's uh, just turned 13, my teeny bopper. She came home from school one day. She said, there's a rumor in our school. She saw somebody had seen me on television that you actually wrote a book about how to raise children. Tell me it isn't true. <laughs> I said, honey, you can come and hear me speak. Would you like to come and hear me speak? I said, people actually pay to hear me speak. She said, why? <laughs> I mean, she's, she's got that, all right? She's... she's But her soulmate is her sister Summer, who is now almost 15. But when Serena was 12 and Summer was 14, my wife was away working on a book of hers, and I was taking care of everything at home while she was working on her book about a spiritual approach to childbirth and infancy care. And she's as qualified as anybody to write about that, I can tell you. And I was making breakfast. I was making waffles for them in the morning at the toaster. and. She mixes all this stuff up. It's a lot easier to just put them in. And Summer and Serena were sitting at the back table in the kitchen. And I heard Summer say to Serena, out of nowhere, about 6.30 in the morning, if you didn't have any feet, would you wear shoes? (laughs) And I turned around. I said, where is this going? (laughs) And And Serena went, that's ridiculous. What do you mean if I didn't have any feet, would I wear shoes? She said, of course not. And Summer said to her, then why are you wearing that bra?
0: <laughs>
1: Everybody's got a soulmate. <laughs> Stormed out of the room. And it was all... But it isn't the people who agree with us. It isn't the people who tell us the right thing. It isn't the people who always uh, find us, you know, just perfectly smelling good and so on. There is an element of understanding that everybody who shows up in our life has something to teach us. Many people have said to me that they have observed in my writing and in my teaching over the years that I have uh, changed. I've evolved, if you will. That when I first wrote Erroneous Zones and Pulling Your Own Strings and books like this, that I was really talking about something much different than I'm talking about today, which is spirituality, higher awareness, higher consciousness. And it's true, because one of the great teachers, again, in my life was Carl Jung, And in Modern Man in Search of a Soul, he said that there are archetypes, there are stages that we go through when we reach adulthood. He said those stages work like this. He said it starts out with the athlete when you reach adulthood. And he called it the athlete, not as a put-down of athletes, but as the time in our adult life when our primary emphasis is on our body what it can do, how strong it is, how fast it can run, how much it can lift, how beautiful it is, and so on. And we believe that we are a body, if you will, perhaps with a soul. He said the second stage is what he called the stage of the warrior. And this is the time in our adult life when we take ourselves out of our physical uh, self, if you will, and we take this body out into the world, and we do what warriors do, which we attempt to conquer, we attempt to defeat, we attempt to get as much as we can. It's the age of the ego. It's the time when we're saying, what are my quotas? What's in it for me? What can I get? And we go through that stage. And I believe that I was writing earlier in my life to teach people how to be better athletes and better warriors because that's where I was in my life in those days. And the shift has taken place for me as well. Jung said that the third uh, archetype is what he called the, the uh, archetype of the, uh, of the statesman or the stateswoman. And this is when we finally get to a place in our adult life when we stop saying, what's in it for me? How much can I get? How much can I accumulate? And we begin to ask the question, how may I serve? What are your quotas? And serving others becomes much more important than our own egos. Until ultimately we reach what he called the stage of the spirit, the archetype of the spirit. When we finally begin to recognize that that this is not our home what it means in the holy books when it says you are in this world but you are not of this world and these four stages represent also where we can look at our own self how am i doing going through these to what extent do i find myself consumed with my own quotas what's in it for me how much can i get and ask ourselves that question as we begin to interact and deal with other people
0: that was Dr. Wayne Dyer. His website is drwaynedyer.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called Wayne Dyer, how to get what you really, really want. A must watch. All right, my friend, follow me on the Instagram at Sean Croxton. Remember, if you don't want to listen to any more ads on the show, you can go to your app store, download the Stitcher app, sign up for Stitcher Premium, and you will hear no more ads for as little as $2.99 a month. All right, I will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. I'm out. Peace.